welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. Now's the time to help us out, and there are so many ways you can. Subscribe, leave us a review, share your favorite episode, or become a sponsor, or do all of the above. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Siri, please text RuPaul. Drag Alexa was the worst idea ever. And that's on period. Period. After one of the worst challenges in drag race history, Ru decided that no Ru Peter badge was earned. But who's to blame? It's time to break down the latest episode of Drag Race UK3. And joining me is the new voice of Draggle, it's Jessica Rose. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me back. Of course, like Draggle's gonna be like the Google version because obviously Draglexa didn't work, so Draggle has to work, right? I mean, it's it, she'll make a pun out of anything, so I'm sure copyright it now or she's stealing it from you. <laughs> well, well, well. Speaking of things that Rue has done, um, I got some drag news of the week. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Um, RuPaul's Drag Race superstar has officially been released. Don't know what that is? It's the new game on your iOS that you can play on your phone and pretend you're in the workroom as the next Drag Race superstar. I did not know this. Complete I news got, to like, me. One of the, yeah, I had like my uh, newsfeed was bombarded with it last night. So I was like, you know what? For research, let's find out. So I downloaded it. I've been playing a little bit, uh, but it's one of those games where like click the ad and watch a video and you'll get four more extra hours in the workroom mm-hmm. the ad and and you can get bonus points by these bonus. and no no i'm not paying to play not ah rupaul you got enough of my money so it's like kim kardashian hollywood but with drag race right correct got it okay yeah i did i was i i have a few of those games still but like yeah, I, I come and go from them. There's only one that has stuck with me for whatever reason. It's like a Disney one where you build the Magic Kingdom. I don't know why I'm like uh-huh. still playing this years later, but I am. So, <laughs> Listen, we all have our games, but yeah, this one was like, nope, not it. Not going to do it. I'll play a little bit until it gets to the point where they, I know I'd ha- for me to succeed, I need to buy. That's the cutoff. Yeah. Do they have like the Rue girls on there? Like do you play as a Rue girl or do you build your own character? You build your own character. Uh, so I decided okay. to go with um, the uh, drag name that I came up with, um, Adele Weiss. Adele Weiss? Adele Weiss? It's the pun of Edelweiss. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I know it's a pun that I'm not getting. <laughs> yeah. It's very musical theatery. Um, so I created that character and you can like make a body type and everything, blah, 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 blah. And then you like earn new items for your wardrobe. But they do have like weekly special challenges where this week is the Evie Oddly room where you can play in the special bonus room and win points and bonus things from Evie. Cool. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. That that's my feeling on this game. So we'll see how long this lasts. I'm I have a feeling uh, maybe by next podcast I might have deleted it. Uh, yeah, I think that's for the best. Although it'll probably be like the thing that every fourteen year old girl is like obsessively playing from now on. I'm sure. <laughs> Are you calling me a fourteen year old girl? No, you did it for research purposes. I'm saying their target audience is fourteen year old girls. Probably. 
Well, speaking of things made for 14-year-old girls and um, gay men, <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race UK3. Yay! <laughs> what a fascinating season this is. I'm like, really, I'm kind of gagged because it's not going, it's not what I thought it was going to be. And I mean, obviously, like, UK2 was so, so, like, iconic that it was going to be impossible for them to top that. But, like, this season is, like, all over the place. It is. It's, there's, there's a lot of emotions. There's a lot of feelings. Some odd decisions, too. The, oh, yeah. Yeah. Today was, t- t- this episode was really the, the, the most odd decision of all. <laughs> Well, we will get into it and see where we differ. Because I, I have a feeling I'm in the minority compared to most people. But clearly, we all know why I would be in the minority. Because yeah. um, I love my baby. <laughs> but whatever. We'll, let, let's dive in. It is a double save, non-elimination. And Scarlett is thankful that she pushed through enough to save them both. Kitty congratulates them both on lip sync. Charity had fun and reminded of her of what she does. Lip sync. Charity appreciates and feels incredible being called world-class art, but it's hard not to focus on the negative critiques. This is not her fantasy. (laughs) Scarlett says she might have looked defeated because she was having a moment, but she wants to be there and she wants to redeem herself. Charity is glad that Scarlett's still there and that they have a connection as they've known each other for a long time. Wait for that to change in mere moments. (laughs) And no, no, not just because Scarlett called out the fact that Charity and Kitty are badgeless. So this double save, warranted, not warranted, just because they needed to save people. What? Why? I don't really know, because it definitely wasn't the lip sync. Like, I felt like this episode's lip sync was, like, way more deserving of it, but obviously they'd already used it, so it was, like, not on the table. But, like, this past episode... Solid. Like I think she's really funny and entertaining, but like I thought Scarlett lost that lip sync personally. It was tough. I I mean I personally think Scarlett was a little bit better, but um, I mean Charity is a very unique performer. If she's going to be, she has to be your taste of drag, and if she's not your taste of drag, you're not going to resonate with her. And that's I think what the res the 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 whole uh, finding is this season is that Charity is a specific kind of drag artist, and that's okay but not necessarily okay for drag race yeah and i mean like that's the thing it's so funny to me because i feel like they're like i feel like michelle is the one that's really like i get what you do and like we was like no no come back bitch like no we're not, we're not doing that um i just get like it's insane to me that they like bring on someone like her that i'm like you know that's like all she does Listen, there is still the opportunity for a crossover to that other show because we've already seen a Rue Girl crossover and we're still questioning why she's there. That's very true. <laughs> but that's a different podcast. We'll get to that this week. Anyway, oh God. <laughs> Kitty says that not all the badges were rightly placed. Oh, and who wants to donate a badge to charity? <laughs> Insert symbol crash here. Um, I can confirm that maybe Miss Kitty agrees with that statement i don't know she and i are best judies we're, we're buddies i enjoy her a lot. Oh, I, oh, I love that we chat ever so often but Teresa stands up and announces that this is the first spanish queen to ever win a rue peter badge but she's not the first spanish queen to win a challenge because drag race espana had already come and passed that's true remember when that was on the air remember when was that like a year ago no it was only like four months ago well, they were filming, right? When that they they were all filming at the same time. I feel like Holland to this and time, that yeah. were like all, oh, yeah. Um, no, I think I know definitely Canada and Holland were the same time because mm-hmm. if you notice, friends, 
those Rue messages, she's wearing the same exact thing. And literally the same makeup. I live for that. I really do. <laughs> Fucking lazy. Anyway, Kitty wants those badges by hook or by crook. Put them on her tits. The new day, and we're still at Eat Queens. Scarlet asks if the queens could move over as she doesn't want to associate with two non-badge people. River would also like to non-associate with someone who's in the bottom last week, a.k.a. my baby bottom, Scarlet. But Scarlet doesn't want to associate with River because she's been safe three weeks in a row, but like she just won. Oh, well, one is one. Only one way is down to which Ella says, just like you showed us last week, Scarlet. She's so mean to her, but I think they're all jealous because of how beautiful she is. I like, like, this episode really showed me, I was like, wow, they, like, really don't like her. And I'm like, why? Like, I feel like she's, like, she's very, like, laid back and chill. So maybe she's not vibing with them that way. Because, I mean, I think a lot of them are more, like, talkative than her, maybe. And that's why they're maybe not vibing with her. But I was like, I, like, you guys seem to, like, really dislike her. Like, why? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's interesting. But Kitty says Scarlet is didoing the competition. Uh, the competition they all said that she was waving her white hanky uh that was her way of giving up but that's not what it meant to be honest that's how i took it when she was lip syncing last week but each their own it was a misinterpretation I, I think i got it i think i like understood that she was like kind of like waving them all away like i understood i understood what she was going for yeah i definitely think it was like not the best move that's why i thought she, personally when she did that i was like oh she's out like she's she's like yeah. giving up. Like even though it was like not meant to be that, I'm like it looks like she's giving up. Like, yeah. Well, Rue arrives and asks, "Who likes a doggy style?" And they all do. <laughs> um. Well, good for them because they will be competing in a mini challenge called RuPaul's Dog Race. Congrats, pup play fetishists! Your <laughs> fantasy is coming true. <laughs> Oh boy, when this started, I was like, oh, I'm cringing already. I don't know how I like this. Um, but it is time to pair up with their best bitch. And we see Scarlet cling to Charity, who was then about to break free and go to Kitty. So Scarlet is now stuck with Crystal, and she is going to feel very butthurt for the entire episode. How would you feel if you were Scarlet? I mean, like, I thought that was very, very rude. Like, I don't know. I always, those those challenges always seem like they just, like, put them next to each other. They're like, okay, like, this is your pairing. So, like, I guess, like, when it wasn't that, it really is, like, glaring. Like, wow. Like, I guess she really, like, doesn't want to work with her. I, I get it. It was, like, one of those moments yeah. I was like, wow. Like, what is, like, why are you guys, like, so hating on her for? Like, it didn't make sense yeah. to me. Well, the pairs are River and Teresa, Kitty and Charity, Scarlet and Crystal, and, uh, uh, Vanity and Ella in Paris they will hit the obstacle course to win best in show and they have 15 minutes to get into dog or doggy handler drag you know I wow. was really thinking the whole time I was like you know if Veronica Green was still there she would have the full leather pup mask like you know it would come out of the suitcase and she would be like on all fours you know in a gimp suit I see it like yeah <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. If y'all are into it, go for it. I haven't really dabbled into it, but I know a lot of friends who love it and they are great people. Not necessarily completely for me personally. I mean, it's not my tea, but I kind of live and I would have lived to see it on Drag Race because I'm like, y'all are venturing into dangerous territory, putting something like that in a challenge around gay people. <laughs> like, and it would be airing on the BBC. 
Exactly. <laughs> well, first up, we have Teresa, who has a poodle hairdo with her pink pooch, Isabella, a.k.a. River, who is living her pink pound puppy fantasy. Um, Teresa is basically a Spanish dictator and really just yells at her pooch during the fire hydrants. It didn't really, like, I didn't understand what she was trying to do at all. And, like, theirs was, to me, the most forgettable. Like, I literally, I forgot even, like, what, because it didn't make sense. Like, I was like, why are you, like, just screaming at her? It didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Kitty is living her Jennifer Coolidge Best in Show fantasy, and she is not Breast in Show because they were bouncing up and down and <laughs> following along in their own direction. I thought that was funny. I love that. It's it fun. Um, Ella the Poots shits, not sits. Great. <laughs> Shitting. Um, and now uh, we get to the pink ring, which is just another opportunity for a queen to injure themselves, but shh, that's okay. Like, I was totally expecting someone to get hurt. You thought so? Oh, fully. Like fling themselves through head first and like land on there and like, yeah, break their shoulder yeah. or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, I'm just going to say it. Scarlet with a leash and collar being ordered about Oh God! <laughs> That's my kind of night, <laughs> girl. So you could get into it. I, not the, I don't need not the doggy stuff, but just put put the that twink on a collar and I'll yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Work. Listen, it's the quiet ones. It's the it's the innocent looking ones. They're always the naughtiest. And she's like te- like yeah, she's the pass around bottom like the house like she's so small like. Oh yeah. And finally, it is dancing with the dogs, and it's just a way for them to twerk to peanut butter. Every season, we need that song to make a cameo somewhere, don't we? She needs her royalties. What can she say? (laughs) Sure does. Well, Rue has decided, based on only causing drama, that Crystal and Scarlet would be the winners of this challenge. Because honestly, what was the point? Like, I feel like this kind of mini challenge is literally just like, here's the like let the producers make the decision honestly because like they they, there's no real like way to like do bad at that i feel like as long as you camp it up and like they all kind of did the same thing to me so like literally the second that charity went away from scarlet a producer screamed in rue's ear and said that's the winner give it to scarlet because you know drama was going to happen yeah pretty much and they got it well, this maxi challenge is revealed to be a commercial for Drag's, Drag Lexa, a new in-home smart assistant. It needs to showcase Drag Lexa's secret functions. Do you have an Alexa? Do you have uh, uh, whatever, an at-home assistant? I do not because I do not like those things. I mean, like, I know our phone is already, like, a full listening device that, like, listens to every single thing that you say and do. But, like, that is just, like, a whole other level and also I don't really get the point of them I'm like what is it like what do you need that for because when you walk into your room you can say Alexa turn my lights on and then you can have like mood lighting or Alexa turn on sex lights and get ready for the mood when you have a gentleman caller over like it takes that's what I hear I don't have one (laughs) you gotta adjust the settings listen I know a lot of friends again who have it who are very much into it not for me because I'm not that lazy. I can't, I cannot justify getting it. It's like a lot of money for nothing for me. Like, and I, it's like an Apple watch. I don't get that either. Cause I'm like, there's literally nothing on your watch. That's not on your phone. So like, why do you own it? I don't yep. get it. Like. <laughs> True. Well, Scarlett and Crystal are going to be the team captains as the winner of the Maxi mini challenge. 
Scarlet is going to select Kitty, Teresa, and Ella. Crystal gets River, Vanity, and Charity. Scarlet was so fobbed off in the mini challenge, so that was why she was not picking Charity. See? That's why she had to win. Mm-hmm. It's time to start brainstorming, and we all know how these sessions go. Scarlet says this is a good opportunity to be silly, funny, and camp. She is ready to fight and will be taking the lead. Kitty is not worried after last week because she took the lead on that one. And yeah, she still kind of failed. But Teresa reveals that she has a degree in advertising. All those years in uni are going to pay off. Or will they? <laughs> Kitty wants to make sure the other team is crap because she needs a Rue Peter badge. Okay. Everything seems fine so far. So far, so good. Over on Team Crystal, who has ideas? Well, Charity wants to spoof vintage commercials. Even though it is Crystal's team, there is no direction, so Charity is going to take over. River asks if Drag Lexa should have one voice, and they agree. Yes, she should. But they'll go with three scenarios. Okay. So far, not terrible. We're, we're, we're doing fine. Heading it back over to Scarlet. And Team Scarlet Fane, uh, it, it comes up with the idea that they should be celebrity editions of Drag Alexa, including the cordless Joan Crawford edition, who said no wires hanging ever. It's actually pretty funny. Not going to lie. Good. It was very good fun. Very, very, very smart. I didn't understand why they shot that down. I was like, you know, like, to me, it's always smart to go with the reference that Rue knows. Because even on the main stage when she said it later, like, Rue laughed. So I was like, yeah. why don't, like, anything that you know RuPaul loves, is it automatic? Like it's been in almost every single season, some kind of reference to that. Like she yeah. loves that. I, I have, I have a feeling it was probably because of costuming. Maybe they couldn't pull it off, but who knows? Anyway, yeah. Teresa says there are no ideas in a brain, no bad ideas in a brainstorm. But if something is shit, it's out. Now let's remember this when we go to the runway later, because <laughs> it's on you, Teresa. Mm-hmm. So charity. Around that team states that they could either go with Drag Lexa summons a drag queen or the Drag Lexa is talking to you. And River says, why not both? And Rue will tell us why later. Charity brings thinks bringing the queen into the room will confuse things. If only Rue saw this earlier. Like, I, it was just such an unmitigated shit show. And I'm glad that RuPaul said something about it later, like, with, like taking responsibility for it. Because I was like, what what a vague ass prompt like oh tell us alexa's like secret functions like what in the hell does that mean that doesn't mean anything at all so like well according to team scarlet they're about to make things confusing because they have a shady one a fierce one and a drunk one those are the drag alexa functions i mean like that's not a bad idea if it was like voiced by one person and they weren't like popping up as different characters each and every time to make it like super confusing right Scarlet would like to be the presenter of the group. Now, Charity wants Drag Alexa to have a low mask voice, and Crystal is like, is that funny? Crystal just wants funny, and she has no ideas, but Charity is like, give me ideas, bitch, because she has a good sense of humor. Charity, not the greatest look of this episode. For the challenge? Just no, in, 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 in how she presented herself and how she worked with others. I mean... 
I can understand her frustration in a way because it's like, if you're like gonna, to me, it's like you can't critique people if you're not adding anything to the conversation because then you just like, that you're just being annoying. Like you can't, you can't be the one that's like, no, that's boring. No, I don't like that. No, I don't like it. But you have nothing else to offer. Like, I feel like that's why she was getting upset. And I completely understand because I would probably get a little pissed off. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it is time for Rue to walk through. And first we have Team Charity. I mean, Team Crystal. (laughs) Um, Charity is doing okay, but struggling with self-confidence. She thought she'd be completely fine, but she's in her head. Rue says, focus on the now and find a joy in the moment. Rue tells the girls that this challenge is all about selling things. Convincing the person psychologically that they are going to get their innermost desires. What's your desire? My desire? Yeah. I mean to be on season fifteen. Let's let's put it out there into the universe. Shablam. Drag Lexa, Drag Lexa, are you listening? <laughs> Jessica, Jessica has some desires. She wants it. I'm ready. Charity is asked what her desire is, and it, 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 it she wants a repeater badge, and Rue can get her one, or can she? <laughs> so Rue asks, why does Rue need Drag Lexa? And Vanity says. Are you tired of doing your own makeup? Well, Rue has never done her makeup herself, and that's the tea. That made me laugh this, really this, hard. <laughs> this is actually for the everyday person, not RuPaul. Got it. That's what Rue La- Drag Lex was for. Now we're going to head over with Team Scarlet, and Rue notes that there are a lot of Rue Peter badges, but where's Kitty? In the post. That's where hers is. She's so funny. I love her. Yeah. Rue notes that they have a storyboard and they want to plan it out to have their clear ideas with each scene. What is the objective of each scene? That is their goal here. So who is going to be the voice of Drag Lexa, Rue asks. And there is an awkward silence. Scarlet is going to be the narrator and there are going to be three different Drag Lexas. And Rue is very hesitant on the idea, but guess what? Says nothing. Like, if you thought it was a shit idea, like tell them in the moment, because obviously as we saw, it wasn't great. Now, I don't know if there was no producer in the air at this moment or if Rue forgot that she's supposed to assist them, but next she's going to just remind Scarlett that she's the bottom. I mean, in the bottom. God, I get this confused all the time. Anyway, um, Rue tells her that she is so cerebral and in her head, and she notes that her audition reel was so funny and watched it many times. How many times does anyone get told that Rue watches your audition reel multiple times? Scarlett must have had the best audition ever. I like... But I want to know, like, what I, I agree with Rue because I'm like, where is that? Like, I think she, she in her um, Meet the Queens, I thought she was really funny. And like, this whole season, yeah. I'm like, where's the humor, mama? Like, I feel like she's totally like Miss Cracker, like, perfect, like, comparison. Like, they're I mean, actually she really funny. Her cerebral. Yeah, she like, they're really cerebral. funny, but they can't, like, convey that in the moment when they're being, like, asked to. Exactly. Rue also yells at Scarlett for thinking for thanking the judges for saving her. It was Rue. Scarlett says she didn't want another death stare from Michelle, to which Rue says, fuck her. <laughs> See, the banter is there. If you didn't think that Rue loved Scarlett Harlot, the proof is in the pudding. She loves Scarlett. There's no way she was going home. No, no way. Yeah, she really does love her. So what does finding the joy in the moment for Teresa Well, she was excited for the next runway, even while wearing dirty tights. She can evolve. And Teresa's book, as titled by Rue, will be called Lumpy Pads, Dirty Tights. I was like, that's, I was honestly kind of gagged because like, 
I feel to me like this was like, oh, Rue doesn't like her. Like Rue really doesn't like her. <laughs> like that was really rude. <laughs> like, and she's gonna dig further because she's gonna tell Teresa that she has a meaty tuck, to which Teresa bluntly says she has a very big penis. <laughs> Only on the BBC. Um, what, what, what constitutes workplace harassment nowadays? Like, really not that was bad. my thought. I was like, um, you're telling her she has a big dick on national TV. Like, you're pointing out that she has a big dick on national TV. And they, like, kept that in the episode. <laughs> like, Yeah, it was kind of funny. But is it one of those things where anything goes in drag? Can you, like, get away with anything? I mean, I personally think yes. Because, it, to me, drag is transgressive. And, like you can do and say a lot more things in drag than I think a lot that is more that like it's frowned upon now but to me like that's the foundation of drag is like transgressing everything so to me like that's not shocking or like inappropriate per se but I was surprised that they kept it in the episode because I do feel like they're so they're like they just like gloss everything over and make it so like pg now so I was really surprised that they actually like had an actually raunchy moment in there yeah. Before Rue goes, it's time to tell them that they will be joined by Little Mix's Leanne Pinnock. We love Little Mix in this house. We do too. Get Perry on next season. I want Perry. She's my favorite. No, actually, Jade is. I like them all, except for Jesse. She was a waste. Go I, I love. Okay, I'm really disappointed in that situation because I love. I thought she was personally the, the most talented. I thought, like, I thought she had the best voice. Personally, that's just me. I do. Um, and I, I was sad to see her go and then like come out with a single and be in blackface. I was like, Ooh, Marietta. <laughs> like bad. The song was bad. And good. that you thought autotune was hard. She'll never be able to sing that song live. No, it wasn't absolutely her voice. not. Anyway, team Scarlet is getting into face while team crystal is still writing their script. Crystal is like, I need to beat my face. And Charity's like, I can't be left to be the one to write the script. So sit down. We are a team. We will paint when I'm done. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I knew they were going to flop. Yeah. Michelle is playing the role of director because, well, she's got nothing else to do on her days off. (laughs) Um, Up first is team. My little baby angel twink. We love her. We love her. Scarlett tells Michelle they are pitching it to drag fans out there that want a drag queen in their home. As someone who has lived with drag queens, y'all will regret that fast. You do not want a drag queen in your home. No. No. (laughs) There's glitter all over my my house, and that's all because of me. (laughs) It's not just the glitter. It's the it's the it's the drag that gets left around, and the drag that's get left that gets left around is usually the sweaty drag that's been on your body for hours and hours, and it smells really bad. And then the shoes and the tights, and no, 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 no. Oh, and then then the glitter, which is like herpes. It doesn't go yeah. away. That's my downfall. I'm not the girl that leaves everything around. I have everything in its place, but like, yeah, the glitter is my downfall because yeah, I I use it a lot in performing, and it's like. It's all over my house. <laughs> so first they will film the bathroom scene. And Michelle is like, you have 45 minutes total. Oh, okay, good luck. They start a run through and Kitty is shitty Kitty as she is taking a crap on the crapper and needs help from Drag Lexa to push it out. So she's pooping. 
drag Lexa pops out and helps her shit. So Scarlett is like, that was a good take, right? Michelle is like, no. <laughs> um, I... Let's talk about this concept. Have you ever needed a drag queen to help you take a crap? I just like what like I like their theme in general. I'm like, what are we doing? Like the the fact that they had like vanity like get messy before like they should have had the makeup done and then like oh Alexa beat my face bam and then like she's pretty but no like they just threw powder on her face like I, everything about it. I was like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like what are we doing? After adjusting the toilet because we want to see Kitty pushing, um, Scarlett's just manic and the team's like all over the place. And Michelle tells Drea maybe not drop the F-bomb in a commercial. <laughs> Next up is Team Tiny Head, um, a.k.a. Team Crystal. Um, she has such, such a tiny head. <laughs> I love that. Anyway, Charity is feeling anxious because they didn't finalize their script. They run through it and Charity is like, let's count you in. What? This is television. Action is your cue. Uh, like, yeah, is she I don't actually know. It was not a mess. On set? Does she has? Is she confused how she's being filmed? They're not saying three, two, one, go. Uh, I mean, I think I for for the in sync thing, I got it. Like, I understand why she did it, but like, yeah, I don't know. Just like this whole thing, all of it from start to finish, I was like, oof. Yeah, Mama. Well, doesn't think she's showing her full potential because of charity. So she's just going to let her take control of in front of Michelle. This isn't the time or place to get into it. And then we have some ASMR. And those are choices. Are you a fan of ASMR? I, do, I personally don't get it. Like, I, it doesn't do anything for me. I understand why people like it. does help me go to sleep. I got like I guess I mean it's sort of like white noise right like that's the whole concept behind it but like absolutely I don't yeah I don't need it <laughs> but we'll get to the result but mostly in this take we just hear a lot of farting and I'm like no I like it's like it's like six-year-old humor and I just don't understand like what what are we doing like right charity thinks the role she played in the advert shows her worth and she stepped up to the mark <laughs> it's always those lines that you're like oh poor baby you're not gonna be happy watching this episode back are you i like don't understand how they film the confessionals a lot of times i'm like do they make them say stuff like that after the episode's already filmed yeah so like they have to know that they did a bad job yes and no like i don't know it doesn't make sense to me <laughs> well once you're on the show you'll have to let us know all right, listen, uh, TV, I've been, I've, I've done TV. I know how TV like works, but like that, the what, confessional what, thing, I'm uh, like. Uh, no, time, time out, what TV rewind, drop it. Was it cops? No, <laughs> I'm from Florida. So yeah, you would think, but no, um, no, I was on an unaired episode of Singled Out with Kiki Palmer on MTV on Quibi <laughs> in drag. <laughs> Did you get a man? No, I was, I, they, they, I shouldn't spell their tea, but like, yeah, I, I, I was, um, third, I was like one of three people that he was able to select and I was the first to be removed. <laughs> wow. Damn. Who yeah. Was it? Let's find this man. Tell him he's wrong. I mean, he's got a man now. I don't know what he's doing with his life. He, yeah. <laughs> Rude. It's all good. So 
Draglexa, let's send one of these bitches packing. Kitty tells Scarlet that it must have been amazing to get a compliment from Rue about her sense of humor, and she said it was. Scarlet will go now on to reveal that she got her sense of humor while growing up as her mom had a lot of health issues, and when shit's going on, you use humor, humor as a defense mechanism, and I, I know that to be very true. Yeah. <laughs> on top of health issues, she had no money and two kids, and Scarlet says they didn't get along and they fought a lot. She felt she could never bring friends home or show people the true person she is. She's brought that into her adult life, and as she has difficulty connecting with people, and I say, I'll connect with you, Scarlett. I'll anything you want. I'm here for you, babe. <laughs> like, I really felt for her, because this is, I feel like, this is uh, exa- kind of exactly how I lived my life, like, growing up. So, like, I really understood, like, when she was talking about it, I was like, yeah, like, you're pretty much describing exactly how I operate. So, I really do feel for her. Um, I've managed to get away from that kind of behavior after high school, but, like, I can see how it would carry through most of your life. Yeah. And I feel sad that like, that's her reality. Now she's her biggest reporter and her favorite person in the world. But as soon as they came close, her mom became ill with COPD. She lives off of an oxygen machine and she is on her final stages and there's no coming back from it. Scarlett is now making up for lost time and she starts to break down and she tells us that her mom loves her for who she is. And the hardest part is going to be gone soon. And she no- doesn't know what she's going to do. Her mom raised her to follow her heart as hard as it is to be away from her. She needed to do drag race so she could see her succeed before she is gone. Watching this, I was like, this could totally be Scarlet's elimination or we're being set up here for something major. And we'll soon realize it's going to be the latter. Or they want their Emmy moment. <laughs> uh, to me, this was like an Emmy moment. Yeah. Well, ba- BAFTA, because we're in England. They, they, they oh, BAFTA. BAFTA. I was going to say, whatever the equivalent of Emmy is there in, in the UK. I will, I will say it's interesting that this conversation happened with Kitty and not with someone like River, who we've already heard about her mother drama. Um, yeah. Because this would have been a really great way for the two of them to connect. Yeah. I feel like probably because they already had that moment with River, which is also, like, another really, like, I was like, wow. Like, they're really, they're, like, really given the emotion. Like, and, yeah, they did a really good job of that. But, like, yeah, I guess they probably, probably because they already had that moment, it didn't make sense. But also, I mean, like... She probably doesn't even like they probably don't know each other that well yeah, obviously sure. it seems like scarlet's like off to herself apparently so but this is drag race you tell everyone your secrets because tv yeah that's true <laughs> let's head over to the runway rue walks out looking like christmas as she's probably filmed something christmas related on this filming day yeah oh no another holiday special god no if oh girl girl oh girl girl wait till the end of the season i'm not telling you what's going to happen but just you wait uh, if it's, it's halloween it's i'll take Christmas. it oh, um God. we've got michelle allen super leanne pinnock looking incredible uh so rue is going to ask each of them if they have an assistant and leanne wins as she says she does and they're named jaden perry that was so <laughs> funny it was really really good yeah i laughed i was like i want to write that for her that was really funny i think she like i feel like they're like out of all the girl groups i've always kind of liked them as people the most because i feel like they're the most like real like they feel like the most down to earth and like most like they just don't give a shit i kind of live for that leanne loves pooping she told us on hey she's a mother now she's gonna have to love poop oh oh yeah i forgot they were all pregnant at the same time 
Spoiler oh my God. Jade is still just Auntie Jade. Super virgin suicides. Love it. <laughs> All right. So we're going to discuss Drag Lexa commercials first, and then we are going to do the runways and the critiques together. Sound good? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Team Scarlet. Scarlet introduces us to herself from the show's Crime Stoppers, Benefit Babes, and I'm Not a Celebrity. But I mean, you could be my benefit, babe. I don't mind. You come on over, girl. <laughs> Listen, by the end of the season, I'm going to get Scarlett to notice me and love me. And we're going to go on a date one day. It's just going to happen. I will tag her all over this when it comes out. Please. And even <laughs> if I need to ask Kitty to set us up just for one night, I want Scarlett Harlot. I know. I have to say it. She cannot. You betrayed the other Scarlett. You betrayed your other love. Um, am I allowed to love the other Scarlet anymore? Everyone says I can't. Eh, whatever. <laughs> well, I have to say it. Scarlet cannot do gray brows and white eyeshadow because it looked ghastly. It did not look good. She's so pale. She doesn't wear any blush. I've noticed this about her. She, like, does not contour barely anything at all, and she doesn't wear blush, like, at all. And I'm, like, as pale as her, so I know. Like, I can't... I cannot do that because otherwise I look like a sheet ghost. Like... Yeah. <laughs> Well, you thought her name was Kitty, Got, Kitty Scott Claws? Well, no, no. It's Kitty Scott Poops. <laughs> Kitty Scott the shit. Have you ever needed help on the toilet? Also, I do not want anyone in the bathroom lying taking a shit. So, no, no, no. This was triggering and I did not like it. <laughs> Ella really tried her best, but she was just lost in the shuffle of this challenge. Yeah, I do think she actually was, like, one of the standouts that, like, actually did a good job. Like, I thought overall, I was, like, you, yeah. I thought she was going to be, like, in the top because, like, it just, her performance overall was not bad. Like, it was actually pretty funny at parts, so. Yeah, Teresa was absolutely insane, but I suppose that's good TV. Uh, is it? Um, when she wore the blonde wig i absolutely hated it i know that was definitely kitty's wig because i know she wore it earlier in the season but kitty is a fine girl that was really funny she was very good at that yeah that's it that was probably i feel like the most successful scene it like made sense like and it it was fun like they had a good time it looked like they had a good time doing it so like that was probably their most successful of all of these scenes Overall, the concept was shit. If they had to, yeah. if it had to be the voice, maybe the scenarios would have been funny. But alas, this is what they presented. And then we cut back to the main stage, and Kitty laughs, and no one else does. I and live. Kitty and Michelle were pissed. So I, would have, I would, I would have been Kitty. I'm that girl, 100. I would have been the one that's like, oh, that was funny, and then looked over, and they're like, that was garbage, Mama. I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah. Well, Team Crystal time. To start, the voiceover concept was a better idea with the black and white. Vanity is sick and tired of being busted and greasy because she is in real life, too. Um, <laughs> Crystal and the blow outlook. Easy, easy joke. Yeah. And then we get to color, and the ASMR with the deep voice was just not funny. But the drag catchphrases, that actually worked. That was funny. Yeah. I thought that, like, if they had just done that, that would have been, that would have, like, made more sense and it would yeah. have been funny. Vanity getting beat was worse. So, like, like not good, not smart. River looked like she should have been on the OG cast of The View. That look was so dated. Oh my God, Meredith Vieira is shaking. 
but I kind of lived for it, like, because I did feel like it, that it fit, like, it fit what they were doing. Like, if you're going to do that kind of commercial, like, yeah, like, dress the part, like, look how River looks, because, like, that's what it is, you know? Yeah. And again, so, like, they did the voiceovers, and it didn't work either. So what was the right solution for this? I don't know. Blame it on the room. Yeah. Once again, Rue and Michelle are pissed. Yeah. What went wrong? <laughs> What went wrong here? Was it their fault? Was it the way it was explained? Was the concept bad? How did they botch this challenge? How did two teams not succeed? I really honestly genuinely think that like the prompt was too vague and like just like the the concept itself, like making drag Alexa, like making a Alexa version, like drag version of Alexa, like it just isn't like it's not funny enough. Like there's not enough there to me to like really make it entertaining. Like it was lacking. It was severely lacking. And it feels dated without the gate. Like, I'm like, how how long are we even going to have, like, that kind of Alexa? It feels super dated. Well, that's, like, that's the problem is everything that Drag Race does is, is almost like a year behind every time. Yeah. We got we to gotta keep up, friends. Or you got to go with some, things that are so universal and so respected that are dated for a reason. I don't know. Producers, Do fairy tale stuff. Like, there's so many things that are so much like that are are unit like you said universal that are so much easier to pull off. Like, hey, listen. Sometimes all this show is is just um, a test ground for future products that Wow Presents is going to use. So, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> They're like, so no drag likes across it off the list. <laughs> yep. All right. Category is expanding Hanny. In honor of the runway, we are going to play Rich Bitch or Broke Ass Bitch. Uh, I'm ready. <laughs> All right. So we are going to start off with Ella Viday, Look by Amici Couture. Jewels by Glam Studio Jewels. Hair by Sarah Nicia. Nails by Lyoko Creative. Um, she says that this is Gwen Verdon inspired wig, but damn, that is an old lady going to the lounge at the casino. No, ma'am. <laughs> obviously the reveal was the behind because if she tried to say the front was expanding i would have said no ma'am was the back with the dripping jewels worth it no because the nude illusion took me away and out of it she's a very old soul and drag and this showcased just that in all the bad ways yeah i like i like it in theory but I, like i totally agree with you that nude illusion like complete because i'm like if it had been totally open and like you would have seen her ass which like you're, you're a fan of Scarlett. I am a fan of, of Miss Ella. Um, yeah. He is delicious. Um, and yeah, no, like if it had been that, it would have been so much more successful. But I know to pad the way she pads, like and to have the body, like which I think her body looks great in drag. Like I just, yeah, it, it was a miss for me. Like have it lower cut or like have it higher cut or something. Like, I don't know. Just it was not, it was not the team yeah. with that nude illusion. Michelle tells the team that their idea was convoluted and it would have been more cohesive if there was one drag Lexa. She says the hairdo ages her and needs to be modernized. Alan says it was frustrating because he could see her trying her hardest to inject humor. Leanne says she is so snatched and dripped and when she saw the back, stunning. I'm going to give this a broke-ass bitch. Didn't work for me. This is hard because to me, like, this was one of the more successful looks. Like, this runway was full of broke ass bitches to me and like i'm gonna give her the rich bitch because like this was one of the more successful that's fair the audience would side with you but but just barely 53 percent mm. rich bitch 47 percent broke ass bitch fair 
Next up, Scarlet Harlot. <laughs> Look by Alex Conti with jacket by Dylan Joel and suit by White Star Clothing. Hair styled by Vodka Jewels by Dragged Out London. I adore this. The white pinstripe suit is dominating and the fur coat brings out the expensiveness. I love the hair for this look. It's crazy how the white blonde makes her less pale somehow. Like, um, <laughs> Yeah, and I think this is a very smart move because while gown would have been easy, this at least felt rep repressing and like hot and like I was into it. Yeah, I gotta say, like, this, I think, was my favorite. The hair was not my, like, favorite, just the style of it, but I do think the color was a smart move. Like, I wish it had been, like, I don't know, more modern somehow, but, like, maybe, like, pulled, like, flicked back or something. But, like, overall, I thought she had the most, like, what looked to be the most expensive look on the runway. Like, I got it. I think the pant, if that had been longer and more flared out, would have been just, like, the little extra thing for me personally but i think overall like i love the fur i love the shoulders like everything she did i don't understand why they were like oh you needed to bring the cane all the way down i was like i don't think so that would have been weird like but yeah i think overall like this is a really successful look michelle says she knew what she wanted to do and that was a good thing but the announcer was a predictable way to go she says she should not have gotten rid of the cane as it would have added to the pimp vibe alan says she didn't believe in her role and didn't like the nan teeth bit Leanne says the humor didn't come across as it should have. She likes the rich bitch, but she could have pushed it a bit more. And Rue says there were too many missed opportunities. But not in this look. This was a rich bitch. Rich bitch, absolutely. Audience agrees. 87% rich bitch, 13% broke-ass bitch. Next up is Kitty Scott Claus. Look by Bang London. Nails by Lunar Nails. Face by Dr. Motox. We love Dr. <laughs> Motox. <laughs> Oh, okay. I think this is a bold look for Kitty as sh she's showing off her swerves and curves. The hair could have been a little bit more styled for me. Noodle mm -hmm. issues are hard and this is not a match, but she still somehow is able to pull it off. Having the coins really made it feel refreshing. I love the gold string belt as it helped with her shape. It's not a knockout, but I appreciate it. Was it meant to be Noodle Illusion? I think so. I thought it was meant to be all gold. Maybe, maybe. I mean, it was, it was close enough to be a new illusion. Huh. I, I read it as all gold, but like, I, like, she looks good, yes. Like, but for like the runway, Mama, like, this was a performance outfit to me. Like, this is not like runway material. Like, the, the, it just didn't, it didn't read expensive to me at all. Like, I didn't like the hair. I think it is, it is, it sucks because I felt like she looked beautiful. Like I thought she yeah. looked really pretty despite all the fact that like, I didn't really care for the outfit. I didn't really care for the hair, but she still looked like really good in it. Yeah. So I'm like, eh, like, eh, like, I don't know. Not my favorite for her. Michelle says she took direction. Well, she says it's the prettiest she's looked on the runway. Alan says she delivered her lines well, but as he said, not me, as someone who battles IBS every day, he doesn't find constipation funny. The struggle is real. Leanne wants to borrow the look for the stage, and Rue says the outfit is gorgeous. For me, it's a very, very, very safe rich bitch. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. It wasn't my favorite, but, like, I didn't... It, there was nothing technically wrong with it, so, like, yeah, fine, yeah. rich bitch. Audience, 63% rich bitch, 37% broke-ass bitch. Next, we got Theresa May. Look by Javier Mojado, hair by Risque, boots by Stacey Ford, nails by Jane Ward. We love a money gone, but also if you're going to do gold rush, why do you have dollars? Um, this is not a yeehaw at all. 
I think it looks incredibly cheap because some gold materials just do that. And I think yeah. as far as a cowboy Western look, it's fun. But for this challenge, it's a bomb. The red accents and the lapel and the boots were a smart addition, but not ah, this was not great. I like when you get that prompt, I'm like, what in the world made you like do this? Like, I just don't understand because I feel like she actually does have like really good looks. Like, I think this season so far, she has had some of the more successful looks, in my opinion. And like, her coming out in this, I was like, what are we doing? Like, what is, th like, this cheap gold lame fabric? Like, get out of here. Like, no. It looks like, no. Like, it looks like a costume party. Awful. Like, so bad. Alan says she was funny in the infomercial, and he doesn't know why ever. He asks her why she went roadie ho look, and she says, <laughs> rush gold. No, no, no. Gold rush. Gold rush. She almost got it. <laughs> Michelle thought because she speaks Spanish and because her accent is so thick, she would have been the perfect voice for Drag Lexa. She says her runway doesn't look expensive. Leanne didn't get the outfit and needed bedazzlement. It's a broke-ass bitch. Nothing redeeming about it. Yeah, broke-ass bitch. And also, like, double cringe for Michelle being like, yeah, you should have, like, camped up your accent and stuff. I'm like, but, like, literally every season you penalize people for that. So, like, or you just make them the butt of the joke. So, which is it? Like, yeah. Well, the audience didn't care for this one. 24% rich bitch, 76% broke ass bitch. Yeah. Crystal Versace, no designers listen because you must be very fucking embarrassed. Um, <laughs> this is expected. And for that, this could have, could have, and should have sent her to the bottom. We've all seen the skinny bitches pull this off before. She could have done something amazing here and she threw it away with a fucking rhinestone cat suit. Time to reinvent the wheel. I hate the beige suit with the silver cat suit. Not a match for me. If the only thing the judges are talking about are the inches, then I think we have a complete miss. I, like, also the shoe, like, did not match the look. And just in general, I'm like, what, like, this is so, like, it's just a club outfit. Like, this is not for the runway. Like, but I don't understand. Like, sure, the hair is pretty, but, like, that's hair. That's, like, the lot To me, like, the hair should be the finishing touch, not the entirety right. of, like, what's selling your garment. Like... Unless it's a hair runway. Well, there you go. And this was not that. <laughs> oh, no. Rue asked Crystal to walk her through the concept for Drag Alexa. She tosses Charity right in front of the moving bus filled with tourists. She says <laughs> that Charity knew what she was doing, and she let her get on with it. She says there were a lot of jokes that she wanted to put in there, but they didn't end up in there. Michelle says she was letting go and, and commends her, uh, commends her, but it lacked the funny. She doesn't see expensive in the look, but pretty little club wear. And Alan yep. wouldn't use the blow dry joke. Leanne loves the inches. This was really not it. Broke ass bitch. Not for me. Yeah. Broke ass bitch. Just because I completely agree with Michelle. It was very like straight from like fashion Nova. Like every yep. queen in the world could, could, and probably does have that. So the audience, 53% rich bitch, 47% broke-ass bitch. They're giving a wow. little more credit to the little Twinkie girl. Mm, anyway. Shocker. <laughs> All right. River Medway, no designers listed. I don't know why she didn't list her designers this time around, but this was sincerely exceptional. The mm -hmm. gold and red and paying homage to her culture was brilliant. This was an example where you don't always need a sparkle and shine to look expensive. Mm -hmm. This was styled expertly. River's best look of the season. I agree with that. However. And I'm probably in the minority in this. Like, I thought she looked really beautiful. I, I thought the outfit concept was really great. The fabric was cheap. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But the way it was constructed and the way um, she wore it, it, she made it feel expensive. But no, you're absolutely right. That needed to be fucking satin. It needed to be silk or satin. Like, absolutely. To me, because I'm like, when you have this, like, very clearly needs to be, like, pressed kind of material rather than, like, a very like silky chiffon kind of material like i don't know i just i clocked that but yes i agree with you it is i think the most beautiful she's looked the makeup was stunning the look was stunning loved Mm -hmm. the hair like yeah overall i think yeah she was she was beautiful michelle and rue gush over the commercial outfit michelle says it went with the character she says the look was expensive even if it isn't Alan wishes he saw more of her her besides the end. Leanne calls her a vision and so poised when she walked out and loves she that she embraced her culture. I give it a rich bitch. Rich bitch, for sure. Audience, unanimous, 100% rich bitch. Oh, right. good. Go for her. <laughs> Next up, we have Charity Case. Horns, collar, cuffs, and bodice by Trashy Planets. Fingers by Gary Faye. Creations, shoes by Charity. You have to appreciate Charity and her interpretation of drag, but also this is in fact a formulaic reality show. This was not going to work. There is outside of the box and there is a completely different show. And that was the problem here. The construction of the garment is immaculate. The golden green jewels and crystals really made the sparkle, but dare I say it felt a little muddled. If we didn't hear her explanation, I don't know if we would have understood the concept fully. Looking at it away from the competition aspect, it's pretty damn impressive. Okay. I actually can almost understand what they were telling her about, like, coming out and looking beautiful with this. Because I feel like that would, I agree, that would have been different for her. If she had had, like, a giant, like, tooth or something to, to, like, really convey the tooth fairy, like a bedazzled tooth or something, I think that would have gotten her point across more. But, like... I like I don't know to me this is just so cool like and everything about it looks so cool and I'm like even if it doesn't necessarily give you like rich bitch I'm like there's so many other bigger flops on the runway than this like this at least this at least did look expensive like it did look like very like it's like fully bedazzled the the wings are like gold like encrusted everything so I'm like yeah no this to me at least did read expensive if only in like amount of money paid for it you know what i mean <laughs> like yeah michelle says she got in and got the commercial done and she looks beautiful which brings her to tonight she says what she does is beautiful and she's not changing who she is but broaden her horizon she goes on to say imagine if she had done this with a beautiful makeup charity says she did consider it she wants to see the other side of charity leanne is in awe of the detail of the outfit and rue says the outfit is gorgeous but wants to see what she looks like I'm going to commend the outfit. I'm, I'll give it a rich bitch. Was it the most successful for the runway? Probably not, but it, it, it's, this is her drag and you have to respect her drag. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it was, I think it was really cool regardless of like the theme of the runway or anything else. And I do still think that it was expensive. So that to me fits the prompt. And yeah, it's rich bitch for me. 100%. Audience, 81% rich bitch, 19% broke ass bitch. And finally, we have Vanity Milan, look by Sim Adamson, hair by Natalie Morton Wiggs. Predictable and basic and unimpressive. She is lucky once again. Once (laughs) again, I ask, is she not using the right makeup because the color is just not popping on her face? I don't know what's happening. Yeah, The hair was way too simple and basic for this look. She needed it to be bigger. We've seen queens do crystal in this formation, but this just, 
seems like everything was haphazard and last minute. I really don't want to hate on her anymore, but I'm not impressed. I, I just think personally, like, especially seeing what she pulled out for her, for her um, promotional look, which was so stunning and she looks so good. To me, I'm like, you just needed like time. You, you yeah. shouldn't have gone onto the show when you did, because like, I feel like you just needed the time to really like form who you were, because I think like sh now she looks great, but like, I think like that hair is not, it's like so flat and like the, the outfit itself is just so like what you said, like generic, like I actually didn't think her makeup was bad. I think she needs to like probably highlight more because it's like yeah, I don't think all one tone. Bad. I just, yeah. her, she's not, I, I don't think she's right using the, using the right pigmented, um, eyeshadows because it, 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 yeah. it could pop more so, so something is off and it very well could be that she just doesn't have the right material and now that she's going to be a superstar she's going to get it so she will look good and she does look good i'm sure she will and she did on the promo so to me yeah like this was not this was not it for me but like it was not i think this was her best so far which yeah. i guess is really saying something about the rest of the season Michelle liked what she did. Uh, it was, and she did it for the cause. She is still trying to know who Vanity is. Alan says she's elegant and poised, so it was lovely to see her humor side. Leanne said her part was one of the funniest and her outfit is beautiful, but wanted her to use a little more imagination. Rue says she has come a long way with the makeup, but she is still blooming in the competition, but not fast enough. Vanity says she doesn't know where her shyness is. And she says, dirty rice backstage, but standing in front of Rue, she, it just kind of goes. Dirty Rice, why? I, why do we have, why did that just get infused in this episode? She said I, on the runway, and now we had to have a backstage. I, I like, I, I feel like I feel for her in this moment personally, because I do feel like, yeah, I can't imagine like going on that show a year in drag and like being like face to face with RuPaul and like all these other incredible drag queens that have been doing it for like eight years plus. Like, yeah, it's intimidating. So, like, yeah, I probably would feel the same way as her and probably, like, be more, like, mousy and, like, oh, yes, I'm just happy to be here. Like, and I feel like that's what she is this whole show so far. It's just, like, kind of just happy to be there, um, which hey, is not I mean, for good was, TV that make. Was, that was Olivia Lux, season 13. I will, I will give Olivia more credit than that. Oh, I think absolutely. Olivia did a good job. No, she did, but that was her. She was happy to be delighted to be there, and that's what they told her. We need a different side, and she's like, "Oh fuck." Yeah, well, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> it's a broke ass bitch for me. Not gonna lie, I didn't like it. Yeah, I mean, like if I'm if I'm honest, like I don't care for it. So yeah, broke ass bitch. <laughs> Audience: fifty eight percent rich bitch, forty two percent broke ass bitch. Ladies, brace yourself. Drag Race is about to get real. Ruth says the commercials were not cohesive and it was not original. She's disappointed and that's not how to become UK's next drag superstar. She does admit that she blames herself that she didn't go over the storyboards. So the gag of the season for the first time in Drag Race history, there will be no winners. Is it the first will time? will be thinking for their lives. It was the first time. No winners. Wow. I didn't even realize. I thought that for some reason I thought that it had happened before, but yeah, I guess it is. Nope, never happened. Gag. It's <laughs> Rue's pissed. She's going to make more people pissed. It's that time. The dreaded question. Rue is going to ask who should go home and why. And here we go. Ella is asked first. She's going to say charity because the mood is hard to work with and she gets amazing comments but dwells on the little things. 
Scarlet says charity because she came in with a negative attitude. Kitty says vanity due to track record and she doesn't think her looks are at the same level. Teresa says Scarlet because she had a lot to prove and she didn't achieve that. She said as a group leader, they needed more direction. To which Scarlet is going to pipe up and share her Joan Crawford idea. And Rue giggles. Crystal says because she didn't get a fight out of her Scarlet. Rivers says Scarlet because she took a dip and she hasn't recovered. Charity says Scarlet because her looks haven't appealed to her taste. And finally, we have Vanity saying Scarlet because they're all afraid and uh, they're all tired and running the same race. So relying on funny and saying you're bogged down isn't an excuse. Interesting answers. Who would you have said in this moment? For me, I mean, like, if you were going to play the game, I probably would have also said Scarlet. Personally, I think who should have gone home this episode would have been Vanity because, like, if you're still not standing out at this level of the competition where you're like, how many of them are left? Like, eight? Yeah. yeah. Like, if you're still not standing out and you're still not creating anything that's, like, really unique and, like, out of the box, like, to me, like, that is the type of person that needs to, like, get eliminated. I don't really, because I'm, I'm like, at least, like, Scarlett had funny moments. Scarlett had one of the best looks on the runway. So, like, I don't think that she really deserved to be in the bottom. I think Charities was really cool and out of the box. So I don't really think she deserved to be in the bottom, especially because she took over from Crystal. And then, like, even though it was a train wreck, like, what was Crystal really going to do? Like, I think personally, it would have been Crystal and Vanity for me. Bottom two. I would, I'm here for that. I go, I sign off on that. We're going to do a little untucked junior. Um, and oh, that tension <laughs> was high in that room. I they live. <laughs> Rue was pissed and they didn't realize just how bad they done fucked up. Charity hated it. And Vanity is like, you knew the question was coming sooner or later. Vanity is going to ask Scarlett how she feels. And my baby is going to say she is not interested in talking right now. <laughs> it's going to break it up and say she chose Charity because she wants her to have more faith in herself. And Charity snaps back with saying she should go home isn't how you get her to have faith in herself. She's not wrong. Like, I don't know, because I completely understand where Scarlett's coming from with this, because frankly, I honestly feel like this episode really opened to my eyes, and I'm like, am I a Scarlet Harlot? Like, I really, I'm like, I feel like she's reacting the exact same way I would. I would have totally been the girl that had been like, I'm not talking to you whores right now. Like, get out of here. Like, not if you all named me on the runway. Like, Charity's here to show off what she does, and if it doesn't please you, that's on you. She says they all had to say a name, and Scarlet said her as well, and Scarlet doesn't know what to say. Vanity says they all had to say a name, but Scarlet is like, but you didn't get picked by pretty much everyone. She is like, y'all said I didn't bounce back, and I was negative, and they're like, no, that's not what we said. We said you gave up. Our taste levels are different, and being tired is an excuse. And Scarlet's like, when am I tired? She's sorry she cried. And River's like, you also need to let people finish talking. And Scarlet's like, you're all talking about me. Of course I'm going to defend myself. Have we seen Scarlet interrupt much? I'm trying to think. I don't, I mean, to me, it's like one of those comments that's like, maybe it happens a lot more than they've shown it. Yeah. So like, I can't, you kind of have to, to be like when the queen state stuff that you haven't seen on screen, I'm like, you kind of have to take their word for it because like, you, we don't see everything. So like, she yeah. might very well be jumping over people all the time. Like, True. <laughs> Well, Ella will nicely say that if you're talking over someone, you're not listening. And that is going to be the thing that sets off Scarlett. And she's just going to walk off set. 
I love when Scarlet, girls do this. <laughs> right? We see Scarlet behind the set and she's upset. It's gone from the best experience to the worst in the span of five minutes. She goes on to say that she's always felt left out and she's walked into a competition where there's a group of people who have been left out and now she's singled out as the odd one. Teresa feels dreadful for throwing the team captain under the bus. She feels for her and she would be pissed off too. Scarlett returns and apologizes. She says she struggled to connect with people and she feels the friendships she's formed with people don't actually feel real. When she said what she did, she felt like Charity didn't like her and didn't want to work with her in the mini challenge to which Charity says, that's not true. Vanity is now going to be the one who thinks she knows everything and says, take yourself out of the competition and regardless, they are going to be sisters now. This is here with what they're here to do. And she does claim in confessional that if she were in the situation, she would take it with a grain of salt. She's here for Rue's opinion. And I call bullshit on that. I oh, know if everyone said her name, she would be livid as well. Full stop. Like, I feel like people like to claim that, but I'm like, it, you can't like anybody like your reaction to being picked by everybody in the group like anybody would be mad at that like nobody yeah. thinks that they're the weak link even if they are to me like you can't claim like oh yeah like I would I would be like so fine with it whatever like no mama like as we've seen like you would have the first one to be like no I'm like this like really lit a fire on my ass but like yeah. mama where is it like mm-hmm Ella asks Scarlett if sitting there defeated is going to help. And Scarlett's like, I am not defeated. I want to be here. She's just upset that people she loves and respects her don't love and respect her back. The struggle is real, little twink. I love and respect you. (laughs) Kitty finally is going to pipe up and say that it proves that no one is safe and no one can be sure of their position as they're all up for elimination. Teresa, she's got a lot of theories. It could be the team captains. It could be Scarlet and Charity since they got the most votes. Or it could be her because that's what her inner saboteur is saying because we haven't heard that phrase all season long. Like, I don't know. To me, yeah. I mean, I guess in that moment, because it really isn't clear who would have been in the bottom, I guess, in that moment besides Scarlet. I would feel like probably they would know that that's why they asked them that question to really see who they would pick for the bottom. So I guess, yeah, in that moment, you kind of would assume Charity or Scarlet. But yeah, she's right. They really don't know. Like, if they really, if there's, if they were all that bad where they didn't want to win her, like, yeah. You kind of have to weigh, like, who got critiqued more at that point. Well, the queens are back. And Ella, Kitty, Teresa, Crystal, River, and Vanity are safe, leaving Scarlet and Charity as the bottom two. I think you already alluded who your bottom two is. And I think I'll sign off on that. I agree. Vanity and Crystal could have been a very good bottom two. I just don't get, like, to me, like, if anything, they sh- I agree with you. They should have done the team captains. It should have been Crystal and Scarlet, and that would have made sense because then they were both, like, they just both didn't lead their teams well. God, Crystal, like, stepped aside like it was nothing. And Norm, I feel like any other time, they would have absolutely penalized her for that, especially with the look that she had. But, like, it made sense yeah. for their storyline to put Charity and Scarlet in the bottom. Well, we have a rematch. It is Crystal uh, Charity versus Scarlet round two. The song is the iconic Big Spender as performed by Dame Shirley Bassey. Who would have guessed we had another show tune on Drag Race UK? It was really good. I actually really liked this lip sync. Listen, if there was ever a performance that Scarlet was dressed perfectly for, literally, it was this one. She looked like a boss ass bitch performing like a big spender. Yeah. Um, she embodied the song. She hit every beat. She nailed every note and gave an extraordinary performance. Yeah. Charity did try very hard with the gimmicks, but they just didn't work because they were so repetitive. 
Yeah. I will say, and you alluded to earlier, this lip sync was stronger than last week's. Yeah. To me, like this was double Shantae worthy. Like, but I do, I do think that Scarlett did outperform her by like just that little bit. Like, I think she just like she embodied the song more than what Charity did. So, like, yeah, I understand. Once Charity got rid of the horns and showed the hair, it's like that's over. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Unfortunately. The fight was there for Scarlett Harley, and Rue acknowledges it. Scarlett is safe, and Charity is eliminated. Charity says she is proud to have represented an alternative drag, and she hopes someone sees themselves in her and can be inspiring by inspired by what she brought. And I think she did. She had the whole um, HIV plot line. She discussed it. She got it out there. It's important. I think Charity is is going to be remembered, maybe not for a strong performance on Drag Race, but let me ask you the burning question number one. What is Charity's legacy? I like okay. Here's my my tea on this whole thing. I feel like this like we're looking for the for the future of drag thing. They need to cut it because that's bull. Like to me, charity is the future of drag. Like you, not only is is the look like so out of the box and like no, but you can't compare anybody to her. Like you literally, like she is she stands alone. Like even in like Dragula other shows, like she stands alone. Like nobody does what she does. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, that is the future of drag. Someone is a complete, like, unique package. And that's what she is to me. And also with the, with the, with the plot line of, like, her HIV status and everything and how eloquently she spoke about it, like, I'm like, you could take that everywhere. And I think she's an excellent representation of, like, for me, if I was choosing someone to be the spokesperson for drag race, essentially, like, she would be someone that I would want to pick. Like, mm-hmm. so I don't know. That's my, that's my spiel on that. But like, yeah, I think she is the future of drag. And I think that obviously the fans reacted very poorly to her being letting go at this point. So I think that yeah. she'll, she'll be fine. She'll have a good career. We got Snatch Game next week. Who oh, are you Lord. hoping to see? Ah, and UK Snatch Game. Like, honestly, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's, like, that's so much harder. Like, I kind of feel like I want to see them do... I love when they try to do the American accent. I think that's really funny. So, like, I think some, like, American actors would be really funny. Or, like, I don't know. I I, I, I will say, if they do another Sophie Anderson, any of them, I'm going to be pissed. I know I've seen... um... Kitty has done Trisha Paytas before. Oh, fascinating! I would love if that. If she doesn't win Snatch Game, I'm going to be very surprised. Yeah, I so would I. Um, But no, I I, again, I just love learning about British celebrities because they're just (laughs) wild and fascinating. So I hope we get to learn more, like we did about Katie Price last season. I was going to say I'm down for whatever. That's that's why I like don't even know who to name because I feel like every time they bring people that you're like who, and then it ends up being really funny. Yeah. Well, after five episodes, the winner of the season is who? I don't. Okay, this is the thing. I feel like this is the first one of the first seasons in a while that I've been like I don't. Like, All-Star 6 was the same way. I'm like, I don't know who's going to take this. Like, I feel... I actually am starting to feel like it might be, like, River. Interesting. I kind of think, because she wasn't in the bottom this week, I think 
I think we're signing this destiny for Crystal Versace because I think Rue really does see her as the future of the drag. You said that's the phrase, and that's what Crystal's gotten all season. This was a bottom moment for her, and the fact that she didn't wasn't put there. That's true. I, I think we're saving her track record because. But see, the fact that I didn't name her, I keep forgetting that she's there because to me, she's like a she's like a like a knockoff Aquaria, just like Sagittaria. No offense yeah. to her, I think her drag is great, but like to me, I'm like I don't see it. when I look at her, I just see Aquaria. Yep. And again, after the uproar last season about the Ahura and Bimini of it all, and not giving it to the fashion queen, it could be Crystal. Maybe. At this point, I just don't see a win ready for vanity. Um, Teresa, no. I don't see possible either. Um, I would love if it was Teresa, but I don't think it will be. River is a super sleeper at this point. She's going to have to win on her own very well, but I think her looks are going to tear her down. And then you got mm. Kitty and Ella and Scarlet. And I think Scarlet, the past two episodes, has proven why she probably won't win as sad as yeah. it makes me. And Ella and Kitty are just kind of floating by right now i would live if kitty won that'd be great but like i feel like it's after lawrence wins i don't know yeah so it's gonna be very interesting i don't know i i'm gonna keep saying crystal and i want to be wrong but i think think he loves her you watch i feel like i feel like river is the is river or Kitty are like the sleeper hits. And I do feel like Teresa does have a good chance to make it to like top three, at least. We'll see. We'll see. Well, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects coming up? So you can find me on Instagram at Jessica Rose underscore NYC. And then Twitter, Cash at Venmo, all of the above. Uh, Jessica Rose NYC. Um, projects coming up. I mean, the Halloween content suites it's coming um it should be out hopefully this week um and like lots of lots of shows been working a lot with um nikki otav lately um have some other things coming up hopefully we'll be starting maybe a new uh ballad themed show soon tbd uh yeah we have some things in the works new brunch coming soon too so be on the lookout for that follow 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 lots of things it was it was (laughs) a pleasure having you back on the show it was a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Anytime I will be here shit-talking the Drag Race Queens. <laughs> the biggest thanks to Jessica for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Block Talk.